0: Just when, I, when we read Romans 11, who remembers that? Okay, what was very powerful about the public reading of Scripture? Okay, no, you don't agree with me. You do agree with me. Okay, I thought it was powerful. Maybe I was doing the reading. I thought, wow, great morning. Okay, we're going we're gonna to have public reading of Scripture this morning, but we're going to kind of play it out for you to kind of you see it in action as it happens and as it plays out. OK, but uh, before we do that, I just want to you guys last week, you know, we talk things in the staff meeting and we kind of say, you know, hey, this will be a good idea. And I'm thinking, well, let's, re- let's re- read. Luke one, two and three, you know, and the public reading of Scripture. And Joe basically takes the idea and sits up at night. What time Ray about 11? She's typing on her computer, click, 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 putting things together there. But you guys applauded Joe last week okay, and commended her on all the incredible work that she's been doing with our kids' work, but she wasn't in the room, okay, I want to do that again, so Joe, we want to applaud you and thank you, okay, yes, so now you can see actually people did applaud, I told you about it, but you can see it's real, people are very thankful, and we are very thankful for the the load that she carries with related to our kids' work um, and all that, Okay, so this morning we are going to be diving into a story of redemption. This is the the lead up to Christmas. Okay, Jesus had to come as a baby, but the world, I've said to you before, is trying to keep him as a baby. He's not. He's a king. He's ruling on a throne. Okay, it's not baby Jesus anymore. Okay, he's risen and he's alive. But the story is important for us to understand. We're going to paint some of that story here this morning as we go on a a, a little bit of a journey. Okay, so we're going to be reading the whole of Luke 1. Okay, it's 80 verses. Good luck with that. It's like 80 laps around the track. It doesn't take too long. And then we're there. Okay, but it's going to paint the story for us. And uh, we're going to interject with a whole lot of other things. But I had this thought yesterday as we start this meeting and this together in this place. I don't know if you guys have seen this. When you walk around in a mall or you're standing in a queue in the shopping center and you just see people and you look at people's positions and you look at their kind of demeanor of life, and I might sound like we're getting into it now, but I can see over people, when you you can see that they're oppressed by the devil. Okay, have you've seen that stuff? Okay, you can see like, man, this guy's carrying a load. You can see there's no life about them. They've just got no joy. And you can see they're oppressed by the devil. And you see, there's a verse that, that speaks, and I'll read it now, but this just cements for us the power of the story of Jesus coming okay because what did he came to come to do to, ca- to kind of defeat the works of the enemy okay and set us free so when we gather here on a sunday to worship god it's from place of freedom it's from the place of wow jesus has done it for me that's why we praise that's why we glory that's why we give thanks amen and it just cements everything so the foundation of the season and we this is the the corny phrase it's not the reason it's it's not, not it's what it's the reason more than the season okay of Jesus coming for us. I want to read this verse in Acts 10. It says, and this is now Peter speaking to the Gentiles. Now remember we've gone through this over the last few weeks. This is where the Gentiles were grafted in to the olive branch, okay, and made part of the commonwealth of Israel as Paul speaks about in Romans. And it says in Acts 10 as Je- as he's in Cornelius's house and he's now teaching them telling them this good news. And as for the word that he sent to Israel preaching good news of peace Through Jesus Christ, meaning he is Lord of all, you yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. You see, we sit here knowing that we're not oppressed by the devil anymore. What you've been is you've been possessed by the power and the spirit of Almighty God. That allows us to look at the story with joy. Look at the story with such, uh, uh, well, there's no better word than joy in our hearts because he's paid a price for us. Amen.
1: Luke 1. I'm writing for you, mighty lover of God, an orderly account of what Jesus accomplished and fulfilled among us. Several eyewitnesses' biographies have already been written using as their source material the good news preached among us by our early disciples, who were from the beginning loving servants of the living expression. Now I'm Guys, Wait, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Living expression, I have to say. Loving expression. This is not only just the story of Luke that we're about to read. We are learning about the story about Jesus. This is the introduction to this st- to the introduction because John was the introduction to Jesus coming all before the beginning of time. Jesus was telling his story. He was painting these pictures and he was filling in the gaps. And we are about to paint a picture this morning.
1: And I just you're doing a great job, but I just don't want us to miss that. Thanks for that. Uh, Now I'm passing on to you this accurate compilation of my meticulous investigation based on numerous eyewitness interviews. It's appropriate for me to write this, for he also appeared to me, so that I would reassure you beyond any shadow of a doubt that the reliability of all you have been taught of him. During the reign of King Herod of Great Judea there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. Zechariah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 is, right, is currently plen- played by Ray. <laughs> who served in who also looks a bit like a fisherman. Who served in the temple as a part of the priestly order of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth, his actual wife, Joe was also from the family of priests and was a descendant of Aaron. They were both righteous before God, living virtuously and following the commandments of the Lord blamelessly. But they were childless. Since Elizabeth was barren, and now they were both quite old, one day Zachariah's priestly order was, was on Elizabeth's uh, was on duty, and he was serving as priest. He was chosen by the casting of lots, according to the custom of the priesthood. So the honor fell upon Zechariah to enter the holy place and burn incense before the Lord. A large crowd of worshippers had gathered to pray outside the temple at the hour when the incense was being offered. All at once, an angel of the Lord appeared to him. (laughs) Sorry, sorry all at once the angels of the Lord appeared to him, Mr. and Mrs. in this case, standing just to the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was startled and overwhelmed with fear, but the angel reassured him saying,
0: don't be afraid, Zechariah. God is showing grace to you. For I've come to tell you that your prayer for a child has been answered. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son and you are to name him John. His birth will bring you much joy and gladness. Many will rejoice because of him and he will be the one of the great ones in the sight of God. He will drink no wine or strong drink. But he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even while still in his mother's womb. And he will persuade many in Israel to convert and turn back to the Lord their God. He will go before the Lord as a forerunner with the same power and anointing as Elijah the prophet. He will be instrumental in turning the hearts of the fathers in tenderness back to their children and the hearts of the disobedient back to the wisdom of their righteous fathers. And he will prepare a united people who are ready for the Lord's appearing.
1: Zechariah asked the angel,
0: How do you expect me to believe this? I'm an old man and my wife too old to give me a child. What sign can you give me to prove this will happen?
1: Then the angel said,
0: I am Gabriel. I stand beside God himself. He sent me to announce to you this good news. But now, since you do not believe my words, you will be stricken silent and unable to speak until the day my words have been fulfilled at their appointed time and a child is born to you. That will be your sign
2: Meanwhile, hang on, are we just he's going to look over the fact Sorry, that are
0: you are you gonna just keep interrupting us?
2: I, like you're doing a great job. I just need to but say this quickly. I just okay, need to say this quickly. Okay, do right? what you need to do. Like, are we just gonna look off past the fact that he's struck in silent? They old people, like no offense, but they're like senior and like he didn't listen to God and now God's struck in him silent and now we can't speak at all. And not only that, this is after there's been silence in the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament, right? Angels are appearing and there's this encounter where he falls flat on his face and now he can't speak because these promises are being spoken. And God is weaving his story through an ordinary life. An ordinary life that's just going about, minding his own business, doing the will of the Lord, and he has this encounter. And I just don't want to miss the fact His ordinary life has just been made extraordinary now, and God is telling this amazing story. Carry
1: on. Thank you. (laughs) Meanwhile, the crowds outside kept expecting him to come out. They were amazed over Zachariah's delay, wondering what could have happened inside the sanctuary. When he finally did come out, he tried to talk, but he couldn't speak a word. And they realized from his gestures that he had seen a vision while in the holy place. He remained mute as he finished his days of priestly ministry in the temple and then went back to his own home. Soon afterwards, his wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Miracles! (laughs) And went into seclusion for the next five months. With joy, she exclaimed, See how kind it is of God to gaze upon me and take away the disgrace of my barrenness. During the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary, living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, A true descendant of King David, Gabriel appeared to her and said,
0: Rejoice, beloved young woman, for the Lord is with you, and you are anointed with great favor.
1: Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this may mean for her, but the angel reassured her, saying,
0: Do not yield to your fear, Mary. For the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy, and you are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme, and he will be known as the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will enthrone him as the king on the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign as king of Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit.
1: Mary said, but how could this happen? I am still a virgin. And Gabriel answered,
0: The spirit of holiness will fall upon you, and Almighty God will spread His shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. That is why the child born to you will be holy, and he will be, he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your aged aunt Elizabeth has also become pregnant with a son. The barren one is now in her sixth month. Not one promise from God is empty in power. Nothing is impossible with God.
1: Then Mary responded.
2: One second, one second, one second. Guys, are we just gonna look past the fact that Mary was a young girl? I don't know what you guys were doing when you were young girls, ladies, not men, what you were guys, I was not thinking about having a baby, she was a virgin, she, like, her mind is blown, she's having this heavenly encounter, not only that, but now, she's being told that her auntie, who is really old, is also having a baby, and like, the way God is orchestrating the timelines. The way God is telling the narrative of these stories intertwined with his purposes and he's speaking promises and he's saying, I'm going to fulfill what I've said through you and through your aunt." And I just want to encourage us this morning. Sometimes we think we're young. God can still use us. So don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. And people who are more senior, your time is not up if you are still here, if you are still able to smile, if you're still able to rejoice. God is working. Amen?
1: (laughs) Then Mary responded saying, yes I will be a mother for the Lord. As his servant I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have told me come to pass. And the angel left her. Afterwards Mary arose and hurried off to the hill country of Judea, to the village where Zachariah and Elizabeth lived. Arriving at their home, Mary entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the moment her aunt heard Mary's voice, the baby within Elizabeth's womb jumped and kicked and suddenly Elizabeth was full to overflowing with the Holy Spirit and with a loud voice she prophesied with power
2: Mary you are a woman given the highest favor and privilege above all others for your child is destined to bring God great delight how did I deserve such a remarkable honour to have the mother of my Lord come and visit me? The moment you came in the door and greeted me, my baby jumped within with joy. Great favour rests upon you, Mary, for you have believed every word spoken to you of the Lord. And Mary sang the song.
3: My soul is ecstatic. Overflowing with praises to God. My spirit burst with joy over my loving, giving God. For he set his tender gaze upon me, his lowly servant girl. And from here on, everyone will know that I have been favored and blessed. The mighty one has worked a mighty miracle for me. Holy is his name. Mercy kisses all those who fear him from one generation to the next. Mighty power flows from him to scatter all those who walk in pride. Powerful princes, he tears from their thrones, and he lifts up the lowly to take their place. Those who hunger for him will always be full, but the smug and self-satisfied he will send away empty, because he can never forget to show mercy. He has helped his, his, he has helped his chosen servant Israel, keeping his promises to Abraham and to his descendants forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months. And when Elizabeth's pregnancy
1: was full term, she gave birth to a son. All her family and friends and neighbors heard about it. And they too were overjoyed. For they realized that the Lord had showered his wonderful mercy upon her. When the baby was eight days old, according to their custom, all the family and friends came together for the circumcision ceremony. Everyone assumed that the parents would name the baby Zachariah after his father. But Elizabeth spoke up and said, No, his name is John. What? They exclaimed...
0: No one in your family line has that name.
1: So they gestured to the baby's father to ask what to name the child. He motioned for a writing tablet. And to, his ama- to the amazement of all, he wrote,
0: His name is John.
1: Instantly, Zach. Can I,
2: can, I can I just add one more thing? One okay. more thing, okay?
0: You, you do what you need to do. You do, you boo. Yeah.
2: I just want to point out, guys, this throughout the story, this is their obedience, their response to this holy encounter that they had, the story that God's playing out. They are submitting themselves in obedience. It wasn't the norm to change the name. The baby's name was supposed to be Zechariah. When we step into what God is calling us to do, when we encounter God and God gives us instruction, we have to break the norm. We cannot go by what society says. We cannot go by just what's the norm in the culture of the day. We have to be willing to break the norm just as they broke the norm in saying
1: his name will be John because that's what God
0: said. Amen. Come
1: on. To be honest, she's not that bad. To be honest, she's not that bad. She's adding. Uh, she's interrupted we'll, we'll keep her. her. Yeah. We'll keep her. Just don't, just, don't do just don't do it again. Instantly, Zechariah could speak again. And his first words were praises to the Lord. The fear of God fell on the people of their village. And the news of this astounding event traveled throughout the hill country of Judea. Everyone was in awe over it. All who heard this news were astonished and wondered.
0: Since a miracle brought his birth, what on earth will this child become? Clearly, God's presence is upon this child in a powerful way.
1: Then Zechariah was filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit, and he prophesied, saying,
0: Praises be to the exalted Lord God of Israel, for He has seen us through eyes of grace, and He comes as our hero God to set us free. He appears to us as a mighty Savior, a trumpet of redemption from the house of David, His servant, just as He promised long ago by the words of His holy prophets. They prophesied He would come one day and save us from every one of our enemies and from the power of those who hate us. Now He has shown us the mercy promised to our ancestors, for He has remembered His holy covenant. He has rescued us from the power of our enemies, fulfilling the sacred oath He made with our father Abraham. Now we can boldly worship God with holy lives, living in purity as priests in presence in His presence every day. And to you I prophesy, my little son, you will be known as the prophet of the Most High. You will be a forerunner, going before the face of the Lord Yahweh to prepare hearts to embrace His ways. You will preach to His people the re- revelation of salvation. The cancellation of all our sins to bring us back to God. The splendid light of heaven's glorious sunshine, sunrise is about to break upon us in holy visitation. All because the merciful heart of our God is so very tender. The word from heaven will come to us with dazzling light to shine upon those who live in darkness. Near death's dark shadow. And he will illuminate the path that leads the way to peace amen and amen okay the family of God what a story guys hey what a story and Neil Neil has prayed because the power's on that's all good okay we're going to celebrate and sing as families this morning the blessing of the Lord amen because if God is for us who can be against us And what do we read there? With God, nothing is impossible. Amen, amen. Can you feel the unity in the room? Can you feel the one spirit in the room? Our prayer over you this season is that the story is not stolen from you. We carry the story. We carry the truth. We're not going to get caught up in all the world's narratives, all the world things there. We carry the story of hope. We carry the story of life because His favor is upon you. His face shines upon you. And you walk in peace. You walk in life. And we have tasted of the goodness of God. Amen, amen, amen. You can take your seats as we finish up here this morning. I just want to thank the cast for the incredible performances. Jay, Ray and Joe, thank you, Zachariah and Elizabeth. The, the, the angelic, angel, angelic couple of Errol and Tracy. Thank you, Tiana, for playing the role of Mary. Thank you, the band, for flowing with us. May the story be your portion.